Okay, welcome to an unplanned episode of Pantabits. Um, the timing of, well, the time we're recording this is about 24, maybe longer hours of the little Twitter apocalypse that happened, um, <laughs> where I shared my experience and my peers and colleagues as uh, people of color in the space and what a mistake that was obviously well in my opinion it wasn't a mistake but it was it was very exhausting for a lot of people to deal with and we're gonna unpack that today my lady yeah, yeah. um i mean the last i'd say it's been about like 30 hours now almost 48 hours of this nonsense um where we got a lot of feedback in our previous episode about racial microaggressions in gaming um and like good feedback mm. actually for the people that actually one... listen to the podcast it was good feedback yeah because they yeah and i emphasize this they actually listened to the podcast so mm, they had mm. context mm. um and we we a lot of people approached us and said oh my gosh you know like how do we know if a brand is discriminatory um how do we approach that so in a lot of cases it was non-pocs that had these questions and this feedback um and essentially just asking like how can we ensure that we're not on the wrong side of the fence when mm -hmm. stuff like this goes down um obviously rishka tweeted a response to this and said you know like it's not it's not a public calling out we're trying to do here we're just trying to raise awareness to this issue mm -hmm. um and i suppose as with every time we try to take up this matter on social media the real meaning or the real uh like point that we're trying to get across gets lost under a whole slew of but this seems like a racist take why are you trying to exclude white people how can you make this a race issue? Don't you know that the reason you're not getting work is because you're not working hard enough because numbers matter at the end of the day and you're just not meeting our, like you're not just, you're not meeting um, like brand expectancies and they're all waiting for an ROI and you simply can't do that with how few viewers, et cetera, et cetera, you have. So much, so much words, so many words before actually. Okay, so two groups came from this, from my observation it's people mm. who had no idea and wanted to know more about it mm. um and willing were willing to listen um yeah. and then there were the people who have no idea but form their own opinions on the matter which happens yeah. it shouldn't happen with friends but okay um mm -hmm. yeah obviously the and latter that's... group is very problematic because they've already started this narrative in their own head and had these conversations mm -hmm. without consulting the people that you know made the statements um and then a storm happens because of it and then people start talking over each other i've been yeah. fairly like calm and neutral through most of it i think i can't even recall because my brain is so fried right now yeah. But it doesn't matter, no matter how calm I handled this, I still had people throwing the, in queue the previous podcast where we spoke about like microaggressions, I still had people throwing the, you're sorry, you're sassy, you were angry, or this and that. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter how Naledi and I would have handled the situation, we wouldn't have won either way. And I can promise yeah. you that because I was, I was very f***ing calm in this whole situation, yet I still got labeled so many things. 
Um, to be fair as well, this is like the the way the argument blew up is something we've desperately been trying to avoid because it's excessively taxing for us to deal with. Um, and a lot of people say, oh, it's so tiring when this happens again. And like, we'll get into that later. But people don't think about how tiring it is for us having to every few weeks, few months have to come out, mention it again, mention the fact that nothing's changed and nothing has changed. I don't care what minuscule example anybody wants to come up with. Nothing has changed since the last time this was publicly spoken about. Um, and it's just frustrating from our side trying to open a constructive dialogue and having it be having it like broken down into this archaic spat about oh but you know this is you're you're inducing race wars you're not realizing that there's bigger problems that you're it's not because you're brown it's because you're not working hard enough you're not putting in effort that other people are you're trying to say that black people don't get work like white people because etc 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 and it's just like if if you listen carefully if you come without a preconceived idea of what we're going to say and you just listen to what we have to say you'll understand a lot more where we're coming from and realize that we're not and moaning without reason um that we're speaking from real life experiences and that all we want to do is open the avenues to correcting this at the end of the day the most disappointing thing from yesterday was having a very influential figure not fully understand the situation and then speak over us never reached out to me for clarification just started on an assumption and went crazy with it obviously the result of that is this person created a space for a particular crowd to have us criticized. And yeah. boy, were we, were we very much criticized. Um, we were on the arse end of everything after that. <clears throat> we never once said that brands shouldn't be working with white creators. Never. In fact, we stressed in our previous episode that white creators should be getting their bag by all means. This should not affect mm -hmm. them, just that there should be more space at the table for other people. We never once said that brands should be working with us because, you know, we're black and that's what we owed. You know, these things are not mutually exclusive. Like us yeah. saying we want equality doesn't mean that, you know, white people should step down from, you know, the success that they're having. They, they're not mutually exclusive. Like, like please be for real. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it was just very disappointing to see that point of view come from someone who definitely could have reached out to us. Um, I don't even have to explain just how damaging the aftermath of that was for someone in that position to do something like that. Yeah, what was more alarming for me around that specific scenario and that specific interaction online was the fact that we came forward, we'd spoken about things that we've physically, if, like not every day maybe, but in our real life experienced, and people were still coming along and saying, okay, but where's the proof? And then we gave, like, we, we can give specific examples for we've sure. We've given examples though as well, like, but again, we have. We have. No, we have. They just don't want to hear it. Um, but when, when a larger creator of color 
quite large, internationally large, came about and said, I experienced this at the beginning of my career and I was denied work as a result. Then all of a sudden the narrative changed and it was like, okay, cool. We should investigate this to see what's happening so that we can avoid this happening in the future. And then as soon as other white creators as well express the fact that this is problematic and they might've heard or known that it happens, then all of a sudden we jump to action. But when us quote unquote smaller creators whose voices don't have as much power come and speak out on these issues, we're just taken, we're not taken seriously. We're it's being like lazy we're and we're entitled. An issue where there is no need to be lazy, entitled. You need to work harder um, because the people who are getting the bag, who are in these successful positions, have put in work and you're discrediting their work by saying that you haven't been put in the same position, etc., etc. And that was not the argument at the end, at the end of the day. At the end of the day, we'd pointed out that systematic, systematic biases exist against people of color in the scene. And we are to some extent either denied or refused work, maybe not consciously, but it's that subconscious bias. Um, and we just want to talk out about it so that people firstly know it exists. And secondly, can maybe then take steps towards helping us better the situation and ensuring it doesn't continue happening. I don't even want to re-explain everything that we've explained over and over again, because if people truly just actually wanted to mm -hmm. listen in the first place, they would have. Because we've been, we've yeah. been saying this so yeah. many times, so I don't even feel we need to elaborate yeah. on it at any, anymore. Like, we've been saying this for such a long time. Um, yeah. We've been singing the same song, doing the same dance for years. Um, we're just doing it in larger numbers now, which is making a couple uh -huh. of people uncomfortable. And that is, I think that's the crux of the problem here, is that pointing this out is making those in privileged positions, those who have been put in advantageous positions as a result of this privilege, are now not enjoying the fact that gosh, we're recognizing that there's a certain group of people that don't have to work as hard as we do to attain success. And yeah, I mean, I think I did mention it before, but it's something my mom said to me when like, when I started working, my mom said, as a black person, and more specifically as a black woman, you're going to have to work twice as hard for half the recognition. And I think that's like the perfect analogy or the perfect um, like term to describe what's been happening here. Um, and because there's people who are unaffected by it, they're in denial about it actually existing. Um, I think Sam Plays put it perfectly. I um, can't remember his exact words now, but in the tweet he said something along the lines of, You'll only understand, um, the healthy will only understand once they are also sick. Mm. Something it was along a banger tweet. Yeah. Also, yeah. those listening, if we sound fried, it's because, like we mentioned, <laughs> it's it's been 30 hours only, <laughs> so we've, yeah, it's it's fresh. Yeah. I'm, I'm exhausted. It's fresh. Um, 
And yeah, I mean, that's also something we don't necessarily like to show or speak about when this kind of stuff happens is how much of a toll it does take on us. Um, obviously, we always want to show our best sides and all of that. But, you know, when you've spent an entire day going in circles with people who are making the same irrelevant argument against a discussion that wasn't around that argument anyway, like it, it, it gets tiring, it gets exhausting, and you feel pretty hopeless by the end of it all as well. Shout out to Donovan, what's his name, JD Donovan, because if he didn't make that ignorance, wild, wild comments, <laughs> I don't think half the people would have been notified or made aware of just how many POC gamers there are, honestly. But created actually so much awareness, yep. so thanks, Donovan. Yeah. Thank mm. you. We appreciate it. <laughs> There's a silver lining to this all. What's the opposite of a silver lining? Because I want to talk about that. Yeah. The soul of the situation <laughs> is the reality of like realizing that people only really listened and were respectful about the conversation when white uh, when our white peers stepped in. They were not hearing us out. Mm. They were speaking over us. They were dismissing us. The moment one of our friends yeah. or acquaintances stepped in or white, then suddenly the conversation could become respectful. Suddenly people could hear things out from a different perspective and that. And that mm. was just not eye-opening for me. Like, it's one of those things where you're disappointed but not surprised. And continues to prove our point about yeah. the types of microaggressions that we experience. Yeah, yeah. And also, alongside that, the fact that there were white creators echoing our sentiment and being heard and understood. Um, but anytime we had responses, which were not as aggressive as maybe some of the stuff we've been saying today, but people were very quick to say, oh, I'll listen to you when you feel like calming down, or I'll listen to you when you're in a less aggravated state or whatever it is. Um, and that's that's not cute guys i don't know just because it's coming out of the mouth of a brown person i don't know apparently there's this uh perception that every time we have something to protest against it's violent or it's going to turn violent and it's aggressive and we can't go about it the right way we can't speak calmly we can't speak like adults um yeah not cute don't get me started on the light skin brown people who are drowning in their privilege yeah. so much that this conversation is obviously too exhausting for them to deal with. Mm, the uh, black on black violence. Stevens from Django. Fam, if ever there was a time for me to use this analogy, it's like, mm. it's like you the housemaid. You're the, you're the one that lives in the house. You're yeah. cleaning the shoes. Or with yet, let's say you're the cook, right? You make nice food for your master. Mm -hmm. um, delicious breakfast. Mm -hmm. And every now and then you get to have of the soup, you know? You, you have a good day in your warm home. Yeah. Or in their warm home. So now the people in the field speaking cotton who never get to step foot in the house, they start, you know, complaining. And they have a few grievances and you're like, um, I don't understand what are you all complaining about. I don't see the issue. I've never experienced yeah. this. 
I'm living I've never experienced this, so I don't know why you're yeah. always complaining. It's giving Steven from Django vibes, actually. I'm actually embarrassed for you all. The ones that say, on both sides, racism on both sides. Just be lacquer. We all need mm-hmm. to unify. You know, why, why are you causing this, you know, this breakage or not breakage? What's the word I'm looking for? You know, you, you're trying to tear us apart. We should all come together and just spewing a bunch of neutral nonsense. Saying things that literally no yeah. one said. Yeah. I don't know who's worse. Mm. The ones that stay quiet. So me, I'm a light skin. I, I have light skin privilege. I should be sitting at that table, right? And I am at that table because again, I've got a brand deal. So I could have I could have yeah. gone several ways here. Um, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn and make myself sound like a f-ing angel because I'm not. Um, I could have gone silent. Because silent, you know, equals more brand deals. It's the safe bit. You get more work, blah, blah, blah. You know, staying neutral means you don't lose followers, blah, blah, blah. And there are some light-skinned, privileged, uh, brown individuals who have stayed silent through this whole thing because, you know, they might lose job security if they speak. Okay, fine. Then there are the ones that just spew neutral nonsense to keep everyone happy. Won't name names, but we've seen them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Both sides. Um... And then there are yep. the ones that talk about how exhausting this is. So exhausting mm. to have to deal with this over and over. Mm. What are you trying to achieve? What are you actually trying to achieve? Because at the end of the day, you're diminishing the, the impact that we're trying to have, have around this constructive discussion. And you're diminishing it to nothing more than, oh my gosh, they're starting drama again. That's it. Um, and like, it's, it's exhausting trying to have a constructive conversation and cool dealing with those who are unaffected by it or dealing specifically speaking around this topic, having non-POC disregard it, kind of expected to some extent. You haven't lived our struggle. We wouldn't expect you to understand it. But having your own turn on you and say, you know, it's about time you just give up now because you're just irritating everybody. You're just making exhaustive for everybody. We're here to have a good time. We're not here to be involved in your drama. It's just like, are you, are you actually, are you being serious here? Because you understand the damage you're having on the poc who might share the sentiment as in the sentiment that we have as those bringing up the said issue do you understand the damage you're having on poc who look upon this experience this issue and look towards their fellow pocs for support and now see that there's a bunch of them who say this is tiring there's no worth in doing it like you've sung your song how many times when are you going to stop and it's just like things are already discouraging as it is to see your own turning around and saying give it up is just like that's a nail in the coffin for a lot of people and it honestly checks out when those who have privileged privileged when those who have i'm so fried y'all it's been 30 hours of this <laughs> those who have benefited from the system and I don't want to sound crazy by saying the system, but for lack of a better term right now, those who have benefited from this very racist and mm. obviously racist system, like, 
obviously you're not going to see a problem obviously you've been yeah. benefiting from it yeah like i don't even know what more to say on that like no i don't like that is just that is how it is but There's diminishing other people's there. experiences and like what people are saying is just so utterly f disgusting bro it's actually so f cringe mm. like i've lost so mm. much respect for so much people one of those things where it's like no, disappointed really, but not really. surprised it's one of those things where it's like yes. people lack empathy yeah. a yeah. lot of people lack empathy and they can't put themselves in the position of other people right if you grow up privileged yeah. the empathy you have for others is probably so little you probably have no idea how to put yourself in other people's shoes and it's best that you shut the f up on subjects when people talk about their struggles and people get very touched when you tell them to back out of a conversation that they have no interest being in um and we've seen a lot of that today i'm just going to say today because saying over the last however many hours it's getting exhausting um but today there's any number and this is just this is a personal gripe guess maybe you don't agree with but that other people might not agree with but if a certain group of people minority or otherwise if there's a certain group of people that comes out and expresses frustration over an issue if you cannot relate or you do not belong to that group your opinion is not needed i'm sorry and it's that's just the way it is you're not being attacked you're not being blamed for the problem there is no need for you to now try jump into the conversation and change um, the trajectory of it because these people are trying to make a point. They're trying to either educate, make you aware, whatever it is. Take the back seat and listen. Just say you don't have to be involved all the time. And there's a very, there's a very, um, like there's a certain level of entitlement that a person must have to try and interject themselves into a conversation where they don't belong. And that like, anyway, that is also a problem that we've been having or that we've been seeing over the last, over, well, today. Um, yeah, just echoing your sentiment there, Rishka. Thank you to everyone that's reached out to us as well and checked up on us. I really, really appreciate it. And to have people, um, just validate us because after a while you do feel like you're going a yeah. little crazy you feel like wow am i the problem yeah am i the drama we're not by the way we know that now so to have people like send you that <laughs> affirmation and validation and that and like we we know what you're saying we understand what the point you're trying to make we know that this wasn't what you were mm. implying um yeah thank you to those but also to the people that reached out eventually and said listen i took a second to listen i took some time out of my day to listen thank you for making me aware of this issue i'm going to be a lot more conscious of the way i do things in the future um which is a good that's definitely a good impact that we i guess we weren't we didn't necessarily set out to have that impact when we recorded the episode but the fact that it has been a byproduct is very comforting um yeah i don't think we've 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 both like discussed that we're tired of educating people um because listen if you have 
the resources to find out that this is something that you don't agree with or you're iffy about you have the same resources to find out why we're having an issue with it you know so you what we're saying is the internet exists it's very easy to educate yourself it's not our job to do it for you especially not in this day and age 2023 where these issues are constantly spoken about on public platforms you know um but the fact that we had that effect is just quite reassuring actually because i guess i don't know everybody likes to make some kind of a difference so nice to know that we're playing a part there as well um but also on the subject of education a lot of the replies that we got from disgruntled people uh, today um a lot of replies i got at least were people saying things like um your like your responses are very uh, aggressive not not necessarily aggressive but why don't you this person's taken the time um like or they they found the courage to reach out and like challenge you on your opinion why don't you educate instead of like insulting or attacking them and also like alongside that i get the point that's being trying to make that's being trying that's trying to be made but in the same breath as what i just said it's not my job to educate you if you have the resources to get onto twitter and fight me about it you have the resources to go google why this might uh -huh. be an issue to me um so how about you take responsibility for yourself first before thrusting that responsibility onto me because i ain't your mama i'm not your teacher uh -huh. figure it out want to touch on the well show proof topic as well it's like mm. we have we've mentioned it we've shared our experiences and so i'm not inclined to show you any proof first of all um mm -hmm. secondly i'm only going to show proof to people i trust because doing that whistleblowing obviously yep. we don't have to even get into detail about our whistleblowing you know puts targets on people and you know puts them in compromising situations and that so you're asking us to put you know to put ourselves in compromising situations when we already are in one just talking about it in general like yeah. i mean a whole storm happened over us just politely yeah. trying to discuss it can you imagine what would have happened had we thrown out receipts if this mm -hmm. is what happened when we just you know lightly brushed on the topic like yeah. honestly ask yourself how this would go down if we yeah. start dropping names and examples i don't think the names themselves are ready nope. to be dropped people are not ready for that level of information yet because and honestly if we did have to drop names i don't think people are prepared for it um we had such a glass ceiling shattering moment yesterday seeing people that we thought we'd known and trusted being otherwise imagine if it's the same for people who trust them on a deeper level who trust and know these brands who like essentially not necessarily put them on his pedestal but you know these brands or people are a large part of their lives you know um <laughs> i also just think we'll be faced with a lot of denial and uh -huh. people just won't want to acknowledge or listen to what we have to say so there's also that as well. We've <laughs> already been painted as lazy and, and entitled and mm -hmm. 
you know streamers that just started yesterday and are expecting mm-hmm. expecting brand deals and whatever mm. i think people underestimate how little our voices mean as people of color whether you're like an outright racist who just doesn't like people of color or you or you're not um unconscious bias is something i strongly believe in because i've seen it come into play day in and day out um and for the fact that people were willing to discredit us over experiences that we literally live what must happen now when we actually give hard substantial proof is that now you all of a sudden gonna flip around and be like oh my gosh you know wow this was all happening all along i wish somebody had told us about it messy messy stuff messy stuff frustrating stuff it's just pretty sure we went through all stages of grief in the last little bit to be honest it was very frustrating to hear people say that we don't want to see white creators succeed what Mm. hello who said that when did we ever even imply that Mm. but it's because they've already formed an opinion of us and they've already made up their minds yeah because that's where that's coming from in their minds pro-black means Mm anti-white and the two are one in the same and that's not the truth it's the same not even pro-black and jova not even pro-black equality Wanting equality. equality. Yeah, yeah. Equality equals anti-white. That's the sentiment that we have, apparently. Um, and we saw this because, I mean, props to Tendle Plays, who's now got some things working in the background, but mentioned doing a POC invitational. When we look at tournaments, when we look at events, when we look at campaigns that happen, we're looking at a 90%, in most cases, white representation in a country where 90 plus percent of the population are people of color all we're doing is flipping the scripts so that those of us that are underrepresented are finally being seen in the light that we deserve that's literally it there's no there's no um malicious intent behind it it's just a celebration of us for us um considering you know very few that aren't poc are willing to do it should we, should we talk about Rookie and Art Department? Mm. 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 How could I forget my boy? Damn, Craig blew us out the water tonight. I've forgotten about all the other problematic people. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Um. Yes, yes, so. Yes, Shout so. out to Wookie and Art Department. As well, yeah. One of those in question who was in a good friend of ours DMs. Um. Art department's kind of listen. We who do we even start with Wookie or Art? Because Wookie's the no no. Let me not continue with what you wanted to say. Oh oh. <laughs> One of them was in about was in our good friends uh, WhatsApp DMs, being like, "Your friends are racist. When will you see this? I thought we were good friends. How dare you not defend your against like your racist friends? Have you seen the things they're saying online? Are you okay with that?" And our good friend. What are we saying like, that's so wow. racist? Please, can someone please just tell me? Like, what are we thing? saying? Like, out, like across we. the board, people have been like, "This is such racist sentiment." Where? Explain. I'm not one to say that. I'm not one to say that black people can't be racist. I believe there is definitely a way. Okay, but. 
for us to come out and speak positively and want to make positive of the space for ourselves and then be told that this is racist sentiment is that not racist in itself guys because it's giving anti-poc when we're trying pro-poc without the anti-whiteness i can't i can't understand how anybody would look at everything in context and say you're anti-white it baffles my mind i don't know maybe they're born with it maybe it's maybelline but um the confusion is confusing confusing confusioning it's okay anyway i must understand if they this far into the podcast they must know we died the english data bundles running out guys mm. <laughs> and it's the only language i speak god bless hectic no no oh, shout out to wookie you got some problems my guy for real and then we got to mention our boy art department who his twitter bio by the way includes the phrase advocate for african gaming okay but With always being a such a f- headache for black women and it's actually now that you mention it it's only the woman i think i stand to be corrected no he works on but everyone's in the post. past like in the past year any argument that comes up black people or people of color being under misrepresented underrepresented discriminated against my man is in those comments saying okay but have you thought about x y and z on the other side for white people have you thought about what it's like for this and that thing and then the cherry on top for me was the whole how can you say i'm not an advocate for poc when sam plays and tendo plays are two of my favorite creators and it's because they generate good content it's giving i can't be racist my best friend is black am i wrong am i wrong that's that's the question at the end of the day because it's it it all leads back to the initial conversation we started about microaggressions where sure you're not outright calling people the k-word the n-word telling us that black people are a problem brew but there's these little interactions you have with these poc either online in person these little things you say these little snarky comments you make that just you know it doesn't sit right it's like it's like the mm, mm, you know what it's like rishka it's like looking at a black woman and saying i love your wig but looking at a white person and saying i love your hair mm-hmm. okay there's mm-hmm. a lot of you listening that are not going to find a problem with that statement okay then lies the problem okay to know why that's problematic just open up google do a bit of a search you'll find it eventually but that's the energy that a lot of these people specifically art are giving online because I'm not saying you're problematic as a whole. I'm saying there are some things you say that are making you problematic as a whole. And you don't understand that. You refuse to listen to the reasoning behind it because you're so stuck in your ways and convinced that you are right and that you can do nothing wrong. And it's just like, it's it's what led to all of this, like, it's what led to the downfall of this conversation in general is that one person took offense at one little thing out of context 
and then made that the subject and the issue at hand mm-hmm. when that is not what is happening you can't be taking specifically with such a sensitive topic such as race specifically in south africa with such a sensitive topic you cannot take conversations out of context and have an issue with one little thing that someone says when there was a whole lead up to that point because now this is where we get to conversations about you're anti-white you're racist you not working hard enough you're having an issue with an industry where hard work gets you where you need to be blah 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 yeah yeah we were essentially defending ourselves over things we never said yeah actually because now i'm accused of being a racist i'm accused of being someone who's asking for handouts without putting work behind my name with behind my brand etc like how did we get you guys okay 48 minutes ago fox and now just made a hit tweet listen to mm. this uh, mm, i love mm, him mm. i spent <laughs> years working in media and journalism trying to bring to light some of the harshest inequalities in this country just to watch a bunch of kids with half-baked personal opinions and cheeto dusty fingertips rattle <laughs> off about how the horrific things i have seen don't exist heck tick my brew let me like your tweet Give me big a retweet there. Big Fox fan. Thank you. God bless. Mm-hmm. No, because for real, for real. To be honest, the real heroes, heroes, your heroes, DJ, the real heroes at the end of today are the white people putting out hit tweets like that. Because the people are actually validating us. Like, y'all are giving allyship. I don't know what to tell you. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, it's the bare minimum, but these days, apparently, that's asking too much. Yes, you guys. No, because another problematic person online said, "Yeah, no, but if I see a person of color's tweets, I'm always like, I'm always interacting and reposting their content." Okay, thanks. But do you want an award for that? That is the bare minimum when it comes to supporting any creator. You know, we're asking you to uh, asking you to go the extra mile and use that a uh, that wonderful white privilege of yours to uh, try get us into the room so we can speak for ourselves amongst the other people who don't understand you know anyway guys i think we'll put a link to rishka's original tweet out in the podcast description um believe me it won't be a hard look for you to find everything else that went on around it okay um you're gonna find all sorts of tweets some kind some not so kind some funny some really hilarious but um if you if you have like half an hour 45 minutes of time instead of going to tiktok why don't you give that a read yeah let this be so before the day and please i'm open to feedback please show me where i was racist please show me where i said all brands oh, 100%. must work with me please please show me we're not above, i want to see something we're not above getting checked um and being corrected so please if you ever feel attacked by us offended by us let us know um because yeah we're not always right but in the same breath i don't think we're wrong very often 